Zetu Damane, Chief Strategic Officer at Think Creative Africa, is our uh, advertising guru this evening. And you're giving us two heroes. You're going soft, Zetu. You're going soft. But one of you, <laughs> one of your heroes, also has a zero component to it. So we'll we'll let you off. We'll let you off. But uh, talk to me about your thank you, thank your you. hero. Which one? No, pick one. Pick a hero. Pick one. Okay, um, I'll pick the the one um, the Kia ad. Okay. So I think it's uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a lovely ad. Um, it's, it's hilarious, um, and it, I think it taps into what's happening right now in terms of the recessionary environment. But it managed to do it in such a in such a creative way. Um, so I think the Kia ad. Um, Taps into the current zeitgeist of a depressed economy, but he managed to take a, a fresh take on it. Um, my favorite line in that ad, it says, um, if we can't get you approved, then God can't get you approved. So <laughs> I think it's a secondhand dealership um, <laughs> in the U.S. They decided that it doesn't matter what car you want, but the one I focus on is the fact that it will get you approved, which I think in the current climate is a core concern for many people. So I think they've done an amazing job. Uh, absolutely. Let's have a listen to the ad and then we'll do it in a bit more detail. Your wife caught you cheating on her. Now she's leaving you. Everything is in her name. She's taking the house, the kids, the car. The only reason why everything was in her name? Because your credit was bad. But now you're left with nothing. And you got to put your life back together. You sit down and think, what's the first thing I need to do? You need to get a car. Only problem is, you have a repo and your credit score is like 500. You say, I'm going to northeastkid.com. They can help me. They say if they can't get you approved, then God couldn't get you approved. You get down there. You see your baby. It was love at first sight. You got approved for 2020 bids. I get your point. I get your point. It's um, it's charismatic. It's enthusiastic. I mean, I'm taking this as an online ad. This is not a campaign that's run in South African sort of traditional media, is it? No, it, it's a US. Um, it's one of those, uh, like you know, like those Eagle Four dealerships, but it's a Kia dealership. Sure. Um, in the US, and um, they are running it on radio. Okay. But people are talking about it so much on social media that they, they put the ads on online. Um, it's really rare you find radio ads online. But yeah, it's doing great stuff for the brand. But it's so evocative as well, and it plays very nicely. I mean, you, you, you immediately get the imagery of the individual. I've got a particular picture of this individual. They're not skinny. Um, and they, <laughs> they are preaching um, and, and giving you some very good um, heavenly guidance in terms of what yeah, your credit yeah. rating will be. The credit score of 500 makes no sense to me. But um, again, that's an American reference, whatever 500 means in credit scoring terms. Uh, but still, yeah, I get it. it. It's a good ad. What about your zero um, or your other hero? Um, because your hero, this yeah, is a hero that does well 99% of the time, but you feel a bit let down by them. Yeah, so my, my hero is, um, my, my hero and my zero happen to both the Chicken Licking ads. Um, Chicken Licking has a lovely ad, um, and I'm sure you've realized now, Bruce, that I love ads with people dancing, um, but I'm not alone. Um, the second most popular category of content on TikTok is dancing videos. Um, so I'm glad. I think the ad industry has gotten over that fear of doing dance ads. I think there was a time when we were a bit scared. Um, you know, how does it look when you have 
um, people dance, especially for food. But um, I think it, it works really, really well. And I think why for me this works better than some of the other ads, because um, Chicken Licking does a lot of soul sister campaigns. Um, in this one, they didn't hide that it's a Chicken Licking ad till the end, right? So people aren't talking about the Night Rider ad or the Rasta ad, they're talking about the Chicken Licking ad because the products and the category are so well entrenched in the ad that you can't forget it's a chicken licking ad because from like five seconds into the ad you can see it's chicken licking. So but it's also uh, really s- a such a contested category, Zeto, isn't it? I mean, Nando's is very clearly, it's got its brand and its personality stamped on it. We've got KFC very clearly branded and understood. And Chicken Licken has, again, carved its brand identity very, very clearly. Um, you're right. It's, it's a highly contested category. It's one of the biggest spenders. But I think lately what's what's been happening, you can sometimes get confused between which is a Chicken Licken ad, which is a Nando's ad. I think it's problematic because if you think about it, they've now gone in nearly a similar style. Um, I was someone listening to this ad and um, they laughed because it's really well written. Uh, oh, sorry, no, I'm talking about the zero now. Um, it, it's 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 you know it's highly contested, but you know you, you find that it's probably more and more difficult to tell some brands apart when they're doing the same thing in the same category. Let's listen to your your zero category. This is the one you say then uh, goes too far and starts becoming a little bit confusing when it comes to brand identity. Let's have a listen, George. They say forgiveness is better than holding a grudge. But it's better to hold a grudge than to hold a phone listening to a long voice note. How do you forgive someone who sends you a voice note? That takes just as long as an ama piano track takes to get to the chorus. Some people think that VN stands for voice novel, which is unfair because for you it's the long listen to freedom, waiting for the person to make a point. The worst voice notes are the ones where people start talking to someone else while they're in the middle of sending you a voice note. And now you have to listen to a third-party conversation because you don't want to miss the part where it comes back to you. But even in such a situation, you still choose to be the bigger person and respond with a smile and a short five-second voice note which says, I agree. And that's why for people like you who choose to be the bigger person, we have a beggar just as big. The big John Beggar from Chicken Licken for only 38 Rand. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this this appeals to, to my personal pain point, which is the voice note, the voice novel. Anything over five seconds needs to be written down because it is laziness on behalf of the person constructing the message. If you want me to pay attention to your message, don't send me a voice note because I won't respond. I won't even listen to it. I won't. I shall not. Um, It's a despicable form of communication. So I love it from that perspective. I'm not sure where you say that it sort of transgresses a brand identity, though. To my mind, this is very clearly chicken licken, but explain it from the professional's point of view, please. Okay. And just, I agree with you completely. I also hate voice notes. I think it's a generational <laughs> thing. 
Um, <laughs> I find uh, younger consumers mm. or, or people I speak to, they love their voice notes. So I also connected with it at, on that level. And I think if you're a person who listened to it on the radio, you'd be surprised at the end to see it's chicken licking ad because there's nothing to do with chicken licking. It's hard True. to place it um, in, in a category or within the brand. And actually you could put any brand at the end of that. Um, and so for uh, me, it's actually quite lazy because that's not advertising them. If we could write um, long, beautiful, funny things and then just you know tag on the, the brand at the end, then you know our jobs would be much easier. But we have to tell brand stories at the end of the day. And actually, I've been challenged quite a lot with this ad because some of my colleagues really, really love it. Um, and they're like, Zeto, are you saying that every ad then should always have the brand from the beginning to the end? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Um, it, it's sometimes you leave the brand as a surprise in the end. But when the punchline doesn't cement the brand, then it's a waste of money because people walk away from that thinking, oh, I hate voice notes. And they're not thinking chicken licking. No, exactly, no, no, so, um, ex- exactly right. Just because you love it, just because it's awesome, just because it's clever, doesn't mean it's a great ad. No, um, and I think, uh, you know, I, I, I'm seeing more and more of this type of advertising. I'm like, we're moving away from what we're doing. I've seen some great ads where um, there's an ad, the Cadbury ad, one of my favorite ads of all time, where the gorilla's playing um, the drums, and there's no chocolate in that ad, but... You can't tell the story of that Cadbury ad without saying the gorilla was playing the drums because of the joy, you know, which is Cadbury. This is it, it exemplifies the, the joy of eating chocolates. So if you can tell the story of the ad without telling us about the brand, then you probably will. So you'll tell your friends, ah, did you see that great um, ad on, on, on TV? And you'll talk about it and, you, and then you won't talk about the brand. And, and you know, that, that, that really doesn't work. I think that's chicken licking. I think that's chicken licking, Zetu. They're going to disagree. I think so. <laughs> but thank, thank you, Zetu, very much indeed. Um, and, and I concur. No, no, I think your logic is absolutely sound. Um, and yes, it is a wonderful piece of writing. It is evocative. It is emotive. It talks to the thing that many of us detest, which is the dreaded voice novel. And voice note, voice note. I'm going to call them voice novels from now on. They're, they're, they're deplorable things. They really are. I mean, for all of the wonder of, of WhatsApp, the one thing I did not miss today was the voice note. I missed the texts. I missed the short message system format of WhatsApp. And I know that it's wonderful and versatile and glorious um, and we can you know, easily share messages. But, you know, when you get that voice note, because, hi, listen, I just wanted to tell you that, um, yeah, now listen, yeah, you remember on Tuesday, the person who's delivering the message hasn't thought about it. The advantage of having to write something, especially when you've got to, have to use your two thumbs in order to write it, is that you have to be brief. Because otherwise you're going to be spending hours writing with your thumbs. And that's boring. So instead of boring somebody with your ineptitude at delivering a message in a succinct fashion, in a vocal sense, rather type the message. It'll be good for you because it'll teach you how to communicate. Be good, be brief, be gone. My favorite philosophy. And uh, the other version is just don't bore us with your terrible, um, yeah, as I was saying, yeah, now remember, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, George, help. 